You've probably heard of the famous Montreux Jazz Festival, but do you know where it takes place? Join me as we visit the home of jazz, Montreux, in Switzerland, and find out if Switzerland is more than just mountains, snow, and a highly efficient train service. Hello, I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. My travel reviews and recommendations based on the first-hand experiences I gain from the up to two to three times a month I travel all over the world. To find out more, you can visit the website at tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com where you'll find links, show notes, how to subscribe, individual episodes and many photo and video galleries. It's now time for this episode of Tips for Travellers. Montreux is known affectionately within Switzerland as the Pearl of the Swiss Riviera. That's because it has a quite stunning location nestled between the shimmering, smooth and quite massive Lake Geneva and the soaring Swiss Alps. Montreux is around one hour by train or car from Geneva Airport, a very, very picturesque trip through the typical Swiss geography of soaring peaks, snow-capped mountains, rolling fields and very distinctive Swiss architecture. Probably best known internationally for the annual Montreux Jazz Festival held in June and July each year, Montreux is actually one of the haunts of the rich and famous from all over the world because of its panoramic views and the mild and pleasant climate, especially in the long and glorious summer days. Rumours have it that even Bill Gates has property here, so celebrity spotting is a popular pastime in Montreux. When one thinks of Switzerland and tourism, snowy mountains and skiing often comes to mind. If that's what you're seeking, then Montreux is definitely not the place to go for you. And definitely not in winter. For although it's picturesque and surrounded by mountains, the ski slopes are nowhere near. In fact, you have to trek quite a long way to find ski slopes. Montreux, therefore, is cheap to visit in winter, as it's out of season and the place only rarely comes alive in summer. Not surprisingly, in winter it is therefore extremely quiet, quite a few places are closed, it's very laid back and there are lots of inexpensive rooms and relatively quiet evening outs to be found. There's a massive conference centre slap bang in the middle of Montreux, which also attracts during the summer and to lesser degree winter a lot of conferences, business meetings and the like. But jazz is what it's all about. In addition to the summer events like jazz, it also attracts a lot of tourists because of the lake and water-focused environment in this idyllic setting. But it's a place really to come to relax, unwind and explore the incredibly beautiful countryside with big Soarings Mountains and its chocolate box picturesque setting. So, here are my tips for travellers to Montreux. 
The first tip is that unless you're a jazz fan and attending the globally famous jazz festival in June and July, Montreux is really best to visit as part of a broader trip around Switzerland or even around Europe, because as a destination in its own right, you're unlikely to find a lot to stimulate you and keep you occupied. Unless, of course, you're looking for biking, walking, climbing, sailing and other related water sports, but basically a kind of a a chill-out time, because it's very idyllic and very quiet and very laid back. So really see this part of a kind of a portfolio of places to visit. The best times to visit, of course, are summer because this is really a summer destination. And if you visit the BBC weather site, which I'd mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, you can actually get a range of the weather and rainfall by month. But actually visiting in winter is not a bad idea because unlike other parts of Switzerland, because of exactly where it's located, Montreux is relatively mild um, and has much less snow than the other parts of Switzerland. So it's not bad in terms of a a milder time if you want to go exploring in, in winter. But, of course, it's still quite chilly and there's no skiing to be had. So summer is the time to visit because of its water-based tourism. The third thing to do, third tip, is that, as anyone who knows Switzerland, consider using the trains instead of hiring or, or using a car or getting a taxi. Geneva Airport is 60 miles away. But trains leave roughly every 20 minutes from right within the airport to Montreux. And the good thing about catching a Swiss train is if it says it's going to leave at a particular time it always does it's incredibly efficient and Swiss trains are very pleasant to uh, to travel in very nice very clean very efficient and also the scenery along the route is just quite spectacular so consider using a train because once you're in Montreux walking around is very easy and there's a very good bus and, and sort of metro system within there the fourth tip is to make sure that you book a hotel on the lake. This is very, very important because large parts of Montreux are not that great and there's lots of very kind of nasty sort of 60s, 70s architecture in there, which is a pity. So make sure you book a hotel on the lake and make sure you guarantee a lake view um, or actually you miss a large part of being here. For example, the hotel I stayed at, which was the Royal Plaza Hotel, um, if you didn't have a lake view, you basically looked over the road and it was extremely unattractive. And since you're really there in Montreux for the scenery, not having a view is, is a real pity. And the views are just quite spectacular across the, the lake and into the mountains. And I've put some pictures um, on the photo galleries, which you can get by visiting tipsfortravelers.com. That's travelers with two L's or mytravelreviews.com all one word, and click on the photo galleries, and you'll see just some quite stunning pictures. It's just really, really very beautiful. Now, I mentioned I stayed at the Royal Plaza. This is allegedly a five-star hotel, but in winter you can get incredibly good rates. I don't think it's really a five-star hotel personally, and you'll see reviews in TripAdvisor of people saying the same thing. But it's a very good functional hotel. The rooms are okay, if a little bit noisy. And the range of restaurants is, is very limited. But within town, there are hundreds and hundreds of, of very nice restaurants, huge selection of restaurants. The fourth tip I've got is to get a Riviera card. Now, Riviera card, you're likely to even when you check into the hotel, but if not, ask for it and you'll get a little pamphlet. I'm just looking at the pamphlet now. Riviera card is a great idea. It's basically a discount card that gives you discount on transport, buses and trains, excursions and entry into various museums and things. So using the card, you can travel free of charge on the VMCV bus network and half-fare train excursions, and you can buy museum and theme park entrance tickets at 50%. 
So normally when you check into hotels, they'll give you this card. You don't pay for it. And it's, it really is an amazing thing to do. And I guess it's they're, they're designed to bring in tourists. So you get there's a very, very comprehensive bus routes which take you all around that kind of area, around Montreux to Vevey, uh, La Tour de Plays. Um, you can tell my pronunciation is terrible, and uh, Villeneuve. Very, very comprehensive. And you also get a lot of train trips um, for for that. And I'm just paging through it. So you also get various um, access to museums and various parks, which I'll talk about. So the Riviera card is definitely, definitely worth getting. And it covers the whole Montreux area, what they call the Riviera, and um, Lavax. So that's the fourth tip. The fifth tip is, of course, you're in Switzerland. You really should go to a fondue restaurant. Now, a fondue restaurant is very frustrating because you, you seem to spend ages trying to get food but um, done and you, you walk away relatively empty <laughs> relatively hungry should I say but you've got to go to a fondue now there's a very nice fondue restaurant which is called the Musée de Montreux um, which is a very historical building um, which goes right back to um, a I think it's the 17th or 18th century um, vine growers house and it's, it's just a very very interesting um, place to go and and, um, and and very nice so that's that's worth going to the sixth tip is basically take advantage of the scenery. There's a lot of walks and climbs which are are, are, are kind of laid out and, and very clear. And in fact, the Riviera card does it. But also, if you really want to, to, to take in the scenery, they have um, those... those uh, trains which kind of climb mountains yeah you know you know the type of things um the, the, the names kind of gone on my gone out of my head but they go up incredibly steep um uh, inclines um funicular aren't they called funicular trains so you have these trains which climb um something like 2,400 2,045 meters high. So you have one, for example, at the, the, the Montreux to La Roche d'Onay, um, and it's a cog railway, and it hugs us right up the side of the mountain to reach one of the most, you know, what they would bill as the most beautiful panoramic views in Switzerland. And that runs only in, in, in summer. But there's a there's a walking trail which, which, which goes with that. So there's a couple of these funicular trains. There's another very nice one which doesn't go quite as high into 800 meters high, which is open all year round, which goes from Beauvais, um, up to Mont-Pelerin. You can tell my French is just appalling. So there's about four different um, funicular railways, and it's really, really worth doing. And, and there are hiking trails which go in, in parallels, and again, you'll find details of that. But that's really worth doing if you don't want to climb up the mountains. It's to take those and to get the most incredible views. And these mountains are just beautiful, and I encourage you to go and look at the photographs. The eighth thing to do, uh, or the eighth tip, is, is there's a number of museums, and these are quite small museums, but they have a wide range of very interesting small little museums which cover all sorts of things. Um, so, for example, you've got the Swiss Museum of Games, which, which, where you go through games throughout the world and throughout the ages, for example, which is, which is nearby, which is very interesting. There's also the Blonay-Chambay Railway Museum, which is which is very interesting. Which is again history of of, of the area. The history, the, the museum of Montreux basically um, focuses on uh, the seventeenth century um, uh, wine, uh, wine kind of uh, area. There's also the Swiss Museum of Sound and Image, which is which is nearby, and this is particularly sort of linked to the telling the history of the Montreux Jazz Festival. And then nearby is the Chilion Castle, which is right again on the shores of Lake Geneva, and and it's. It's one of Switzerland's um, national monuments and something that they're particularly proud of. So museums, there's lots of little museums. These aren't big museums. They're just small, little, interesting museums that you can sort of, um, you know, just amble around and sort of break up the day. And the eighth tip is, if you're visiting in summer and you're there with children particularly, there's a number of, of very interesting parks nearby. There's three parks which are quite interesting. There's the Aqua Park, 
which which is quite fun and and they have a whole lot of um uh, rides you know sort of water rides uh, waves uh, rivers um, slides all that kind of stuff and broken into three worlds jungle land captain kids land and paradise land so if you like water parks and stuff it's very interesting you can find out more at aquapark.ch that's aquapark spelled a q u a p a rc.ch then there's um uh, another park which is which is nearby which is called the swiss vapeur park um and this is this is one which is, has a little miniature train and it takes you past many of switzerland's beauty spots and buildings all at one ninth of their original size and it's one and a half kilometers of track and they go through tunnels bridges viaducts and lakes and it's a seventeen thousand square meters parkland it's quite a funky little thing um and, and there's all these people tooting around these tiny little mini trains. These adults are squeezed onto these little um, little coaches, which is quite fun. And then there's Fun Planet, which is also nearby, which you can find out more at funplanet.ch. And um, here you have basically lots of things like karting, billiards, bowling, video games, dancing, climbing walls, all that that kind of thing. So there's a couple of very interesting little parks, particularly if you're there with kids, which are also quite fun. So that's the tips for visiting Montreux. As I said, as you can tell, it's really a kind of a chill-out place. It's quite an interesting village. Unfortunately, um, you know, there's a mixture of some very beautiful architecture and some very quite uh, unfortunate architecture, which which is a pity, really. So it's not as you know, the town itself doesn't have the the beauty that you would expect. Really. but the, the actual setting is, is really quite quite stunning so um, if you're going to visit the first tip if you're going to visit and you're a jazz fan or then you're there for jazz if you're not there you're really going there for a chill out holiday with lots of outdoor activities and obviously a lot of um, the the lake focused stuff the best time to visit is if you want to visit in winter it's one of the milder places but there's not a lot to do remember you're not talking about skiing and stuff so summer's the best time to visit and this is why all the stars have have houses there um Use the trains. The trains are incredibly efficient. And um, book, if you book a hotel, make sure you've got one that has a guaranteed lake view or you'll really, really regret it. Get the Riviera card. It's got um, free bus travel. It's got discounted train travel and gets you into all these resorts that I mentioned um, much cheaper. Go to a fondue restaurant. Um, you've got a lot of scenic things to do, walking, climbing, and those funicular trains which take you right up the mountain. Um, which is probably not great if you if you suffer from vertigo, but you probably wouldn't go to Switzerland if you do. There's a couple of very small museums which are quite handy for breaking up the day. And if you've got kids, there's a number of nearby summer activities like the Aquapark, the Vaupur Park, and the Fun Planet. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast with Gary Bembridge. To find out more, visit the Tips for Travellers website at tipsfortravellers.com. That's all one word and spelt the UK way with two L's. That's tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com. There you'll find contact details, links and much, much more. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, search on iTunes or Yahoo Podcasts for Tips for Travellers.